bacon bit. What, what was that? Was bacon that just a voice in my head? Let me eat this bacon bit. <laughs> <laughs> He's docile now. He can't do that. Uh, uh, welcome to uh, this bacon bit, this review of Venom. Let uh, there, there will be, be blood carnage. Mm-hmm. It's chili con carnage, I believe. Ah, chili con carnage. Uh, Venom, let there be carnage. Does Venom drink a milkshake? I drink a milkshake, Eddie. He makes a lot of messes in Make the kitchen. Make a chocolate, Eddie. I think he, no, he makes breakfast. Have you seen There Will Be Blood recently? Yes. What a movie. Yeah. So good. Like what a good movie, right? It's great. Hey, movie. hey. I've seen it this one time. This is not time. a bacon bit. This is a bacon bit. <laughs> the people listen to this because they want to hear the review of Venom, colon, Let There Be Colin. I'm just being obnoxious because you guys didn't let me watch this movie. Well, look, I can only bring a plus one and Joel won this time. I can fit and you very are- neatly in a suitcase. You were. I bring a suitcase for movie screenings. You were working. It's I not was. like an airplane. It was funny though. Uh, so <laughs> Excuse me, I have one check bag for this screening. Kent Why is I, your overhead luggage two hundred and twenty pounds? <laughs> Kent and I were uh, trying to figure out where to eat if we could eat anywhere on theme with Venom. Let there be carnage. And the closest thing I could come up with was Hardee's because of Tom Hardy. I would have gone with carne asada. That was my other one. Yeah, it was. But we ended up getting burgers. Yeah, so. we got burgers. So we disappointed We're everyone. Cajun We're fries. sorry. It was tasty. Well, it was Hardy's. tasty, though. You know, Carl's Jr., same company. Yeah. Yeah, precisely. So yes, Venom, let there be carnage. If you don't know, uh, Venom came out, when was that, two years ago? I think three years ago, based on pandemic timing. Because Time is so weird yes. right now. So they, Which we did review on a bacon bit previously. We did. It was 2018 was when it came out. Yeah. yeah. And so this is the sequel to that. And once again, Sony is trying to build their own little universe outside of the Spider-Man property they actually own because it's on loan to the MCU. Yeah. And so they're trying to establish all these extra villains, which Venom came out and we did not give it great reviews. Zach, we didn't get your take on that one as much. I don't know if I've even seen it. All right. It was super forgettable. We'll just say that, right? Yeah. You Really? You haven't seen it? I think I have. Or I, but I always get it mixed up with the better, cheaper movie that came out before it. Upgrade. Upgrade. Uh-huh. Yes. Upgrade's good. Yeah, better. upgrade um, with a up, discount Tom Hardy yeah. is better. So that so came I get out, them mixed up in my brain. So I don't even really remember. And it made nearly eight hundred million dollars. A lot of money. And so Sony's like, hey, guess what? We're just gonna play in the sandbox. So we're gonna announce the second one, which we're reviewing now. A Morbius movie with Jared Leto, Silver mm-hmm. Sable, just uh, all these other characters. So they're making a Silver Sable movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. they oh. they say not well, the car, cool. Zach. Not the car. Oh. So we're going to get <laughs> <A> Mercury Sable. <laughs> Bros, you would see that movie. <laughs> I would. Uh, I actually just, yeah. But the good. plot synopsis of Venom, Let There Be Carnage is... Hold on, hold on. Before we talk about that, we have to talk about something very important. Oh, yes. We oh, have a contest. Sure. It's October. Happy Halloween. Not yet, but it's October season. Soon. Yes. Uh, so we are starting our uh, Octoberness <laughs> on Monday officially. <laughs> uh, what? Why? Cats. Uh, no, we're not reviewing cats. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Mistopheles. But we are doing our uh, traditional October giveaway. Yes, we so are. So on Monday, you're going to hear more about this giveaway. We'll give you the details. We'll have a post on social media. Look yeah. for that. But uh, it's, gonna, it's a pretty cool prize. I think so, so too. Right. Yeah, look for that. Look forward to that on Monday. All right, on with the show. Tom Hardy returns to the big screen as the lethal protector Venom, one of Marvel's greatest and most complex characters. What a terrible synopsis. What a terrible presentation of Venom. Um, what? Well, how much you love Venom, don't you? you well, like, no, just like Venom was one of those, like, I mean, Spider Man back in the day. It's a very 90s idea. It is. Spider Man back in the day was one of those, you know, he had Doc Ock, he had Green Goblin, mm-hmm. he had the kind of the, the, the rogues. Yeah. And then in the 90s, Venom came along and it was like, oh, wow, this guy's like, you equal always need but a evil. bigger, stronger doppelganger in the 90s. I, yeah. I did, like this whole idea, like reverse flash and all of these, like, we're going to have the, he's going to be the same. But he's going to be evil. 
Yeah. yeah. Bizarro. That's you know? the Marvel way. Well, it's just general superhero way when they've run out of ideas. But it's when we grew up and it was freaking awesome back in the day because Venom is, I wouldn't say full of attitude like the characters become, but it was menacing. Once Venom, the symbiote, infects you, it knows everything about you because it's basically in your brain. And Mm -hmm. so even if it jumps to someone else, kind of like that's how it started. Spider-Man was infected with this with the black suit and knew everything about Peter Parker. Spoiler alert. Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Whoa! I know, I'm sorry. Easy there. And then so when it jumped into Eddie Brock, it then knew everything about Peter Parker and knew how to basically ruin Peter's life. And we saw that whether in the cartoon or the comics or whatnot. And Topher now, Grace. Yeah. To, mm. <laughs> Spider-Man 3. Yeah. There's yeah. that movie. Yeah. But it's always been like this rushed product, I feel, of Venom. But they knew that it's such a popular character that, yeah, we got the movie and now we have a sequel? Yeah. We have a sequel. And yeah. So apparently this is also directed by Andy Circus. Yeah, Andy yeah. Circus of uh, of uh, Golem fame. I was watching so, online and saw one of those like autocomplete interview videos with Tom Hardy and Andy Circus. I'm like, what does Andy Circus play in the movie? Mm-hmm. And apparently he directed it. And so the difference here and the thing that was teased at the end of the first Venom is Woody Harrelson playing Carnage. Cletus yes. Cassidy is a serial killer who is just insane. And that is a character that's been established once again in the 90s, popularized by uh, Sega Genesis uh, Ultimate Carnage. What are again. we, some kind of carnage squad? <laughs> that's basically the impression. <laughs> he looked like Carrot Top at the end of the movie, yeah. and now they've given him a haircut. Yes. So anyways. Well, talking about the 90s, I really feel like it was, I feel like the color swap thing was really popular. And so it was almost mm-hmm. like you had Venom, and he was a cool, like strong doppelganger to Spider-Man. And then you had Carnage, who was like a cool color swap. Yes. Yeah. With, with extra I remember, arms. I remember as a kid seeing a picture of Carnage, and I was like, oh, Red Venom. What, yeah. Who's that? Yeah. But it's like, oh, no, he's like even worse. Yeah, and he uses a lot of weapons, which, which is goo. Yeah, because, okay, in the comics, in the cartoons, Venom is a villain. Mm-hmm. He's a bad guy, and Carnage is a bad guy. Yes. In these movies, this started with the first movie, so this isn't really a spoiler, but in, in this series, he's not a... A bad guy. He's a lethal protector, as they call him. He's a as he said about thirty-seven times in this movie. Lethal protector. He yeah. says it a lot. Yeah. Whereas, does that kind of get on your nerves to see someone that's been? Uh, and I know you can't really have unless it's a Joker movie, apparently. But you can't really have a straight-up villain who likes to eat human heads mm-hmm. as your protagonist. Does he like to eat human heads in the comics? I don't remember that. In the they actually at never all. really get into that. He's just he devours a lot and he causes a lot of destruction. I mean, he's got that mouth. You got to think yeah. he's going to eat something. But this that was it, the joke, though. Here's yeah. the thing. This gets into where we kind of are with our protagonists. And I blame AMC for this because they did it twice with Mad Men and with Breaking Bad, where the villain is the protagonist. And so it's, you mm-hmm. know, it, 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 I think anymore, we ha- we're just so full of these gray characters, these anti-heroes, your Deadpools, your grumpy Luke Skywalkers, like just everybody's ambiguous now. Well, and and the, I don't like sure. that. I no, want my good a, guys good and my bad guys bad. Yes. Thank you, Zach. I completely yeah. agree with you on that. But then, but then you get ones like uh, shows like Breaking Bad where, yeah, it's a villain. You don't really root for him, but you're engaged in a story. And I'm like, that's how an anti-hero kind of works. He's not really a hero, but... You still kind of root from because they're well. The you see the decline. Yes, well, I don't it, think it's a tragedy. Nobody's rooting for Walter White. No. in the last like three seasons, no. they're no. rooting for Jesse. Yeah, but yeah, and, but, but the difference is, is good writing. Good writing will well. make you care. Like look at Game of Thrones. Yeah, it will make you care about characters you hated one season ago, but then you watch something like Venom, which really only has about an hour and a half to tell you this story. 
Yeah. And that is this movie is specifically an hour and a half. And you're thinking, well, that's okay. that's kind of nice. I feel like a lot of oh, these movies have breezy. gone 2.15 lately. Yeah, precisely. Superhero movies are generally over two hours, sometimes four hours recently. And so this one needs to tell a story about how does Cletus Cassidy, who's in prison... Oh, it's an hour 30 even. Yes. How does he get, with credits, how does he get infected and then cause a reign of destruction? And then how does Venom save everyone from him? Hold on. Is there, is there a superhero movie that's actually shorter than an episode of Bacon Sale? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently there is now. And so it has a lot of ground to cover because I truly think, even though we've been told, and I'm getting into my review here, without spoilers, because we will get into spoilers, yeah. you need to see Cletus Cassidy not just be told what he did. You yeah. need to see a little of him as Carnage. And in what this movie does is instead it gives you like a little, honestly, a really cool animation sequence. That was cool. Wasn't it? Yeah, I like, like that. Like where they do this. I mean, it's, it's grim. It's grim. It's very dark. But it's a, it's a medium change and it's, it's creative. For hmm. where? Because this movie is tonally all over the place. Yeah. But it's very creative and it shows kind of what his childhood is like. But then when he becomes Carnage, it's just like, okay, let's end the movie. Really? My worry about this was that it was going to rely upon the nostalgia of you knowing who Carnage is. Exactly. Does it do no. that? I would say so. And not not no. as a character, but knowing that he's really scary. No, I think I think you can go into this having no idea who Carnage is and just kind of get the, oh, okay. It's like, it's the same as Venom's powers. Which is the first movie as well. Because that, yeah. that reveal at the end of the movie kind of felt like a, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch's con kind of thing. Like, yeah. It, that doesn't mean anything to me right this, now. The stinger mm. at the end of the first episode or first movie was him saying like, there's going to be card. Let there be carnage or something. There's like going to be carnage. And all the fans went, oh, that's the name of a character who's like Venom, but <laughs> that's the, red. our favorite guy, Ryan George. That's the guy from the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. There's precisely a moment where he says, let there be carnage. And that, it's like, that's roll the credits. name of the movie. <laughs> roll credits. <laughs> yeah. And so it really, it doesn't get into... Like the, I think the destruction that these two could cause, and I feel like putting these two behemoths, which are giant monsters mm -hmm. in a city, and there it's, is a lot um, of CG, but like they're Hulk and Abomination kind yes, of deal. Yeah. But there's not enough really going on other than they fight once. Like you don't see Carnage actually threaten regular people. And granted, this is what? A, this, hmm? Cops. Well, I mean, not regular walking on the street civilians. You know, but I mean, like there needs to be a fear of what a serial killer could do with these ultimate destructive powers. But Kent, this and is that's the city Carnage that has, apparently has no surveillance cameras no. or news footage whatsoever. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> the, these things are happening on the street and no one takes notice or, yeah. or pulls out a cell phone to record it. Yeah, everybody's walking out with a super camera in their pocket. Yeah. Um, is, I mean, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead, but I, I've, I am confused by the rating of this movie as the I was with the last one. Which is what I was getting to. Yeah. If this was an R, it would probably be a much more fitting movie for what was meant to happen here. Um, yeah. Well, here's the thing is they, they get away the, the, the head biting. He'll bite down and then they'll go off camera. So you yes. never actually see the head come off. That's mm -hmm. how they get around that. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly violent though. Like mm -hmm. in the sense of like there, there's a high body count here mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of language. And I was like, this is one where I'm like, are they going for... I mean, they're going for teens, honestly, is what they're going for here. It feels like maybe they made an R-rated version, and they're like, well, we need to still make money. They're like, yeah, this down. is a hard PG-13 then? Yes. I wouldn't say that hard. I'd say... Yeah. Like, like hard. Because like the, the violence... <laughs> Without is, the R. Yeah. The violence is there, the blood isn't. <laughs> yeah. 
So there's a lot of people who die, but it's like they get thrown out or it's launched off a building. Such a dumb technicality. But essentially, just real quick, so I want to get to Joel's take as well. But Tom Hardy, it is basically the voice in his head movie, mm-hmm. which it borrows a lot from the last one, but it's it's way more actually slapstick than the last one. It's like they took some of the sillier scenes in the in the first one and said. We want to double down on that. They heard what people laughed at in the last movie. And yeah. Said, More of that. And so there's like a lot of domestic disputes between these two voices. And forgive my ignorance. Uh, does Tom Hardy do the Venom voice? Do we know? I actually don't Is know. I assume that he would. Actor, if only or? there was a way to find out. I, there's no way of knowing. We'd never know. <laughs> yeah. But no essentially, this is Tom Hardy. I think ha- actually this role is a role where he can have a good time because he's a very serious actor most of the time. And I think he's just like, hey. I can just have fun with this and I can chew the scenery and I feel like that's okay for him, even though I feel like the role is beneath him because he plays with this affect where he's like nervous the entire time. He's got these ticks. And so he's just got to, mm. it, uh, it's not a very relevant way to play the character either. I just, because the, there's no straight man. Yeah. That, that um, Eddie, Eddie walk. Yeah. It just added the character. I've never connected to that. Character. And you never really root for him okay. in the first one or this one. No. So anyways, I feel like this was, I, I'm confused by the series and how it's still going. Uh, so I'm just going to jump in and I'm going to give this a C minus. Okay. Uh, Kent, do you remember what I said to you before we walked in the theater? No, I don't. We were in the theater. We walked in. I started talking about the movie. Remember what I said? No. I said I had hope. Oh, yeah, you, you did say you had hope, and I didn't believe you, but yeah. Yeah, you, you, I had hope because we, I said, what if this one's good? Because I didn't like the last one. No. Um, and so I went I to this I think a one. lot of people were surprised by the last one, but yeah. I don't think anybody's saying, wow, that was really good. I don't think it's anyone's favorite movie. Well, every movie is someone's favorite movie. That's true. Someone out there likes Highlander 2, and that's just weird to me. <laughs> the I'm, quickening? Yeah, <laughs> someone I th- likes it. I thought it. there could be only one. Go on. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I, I went into this with a little bit of hope. Cause I'm like, I said, what if it's they, a new director, they got all the kinks out mm-hmm. on that first one and kind of, you know, found their rhythm and now they hit it and it was going to be good. And Kent, I have to say after watching this movie, no, <laughs> no, it's not. In fact, I, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed because I was hoping I could give this a lower score than the last one. So I had like, okay, I probably gave the last one the, uh, like a 2.5 and I can give this one like a two. Uh-huh. I gave the last one a two and I'm like, crap, <laughs> do I have to drop this one down to a 1.5? <laughs> I didn't like it. Yeah. I'm trying to think of things that I liked about it. The visual effects are fun, meaning that's like the, the whole sludgy but solid yeah. effect when he pop uh, when he pop out and talk to him. I liked when they did that. I do honestly think when they do the close-ups on the characters, it works for me because it looks like Venom. It looks like Carnage. They do. Carnage gets gigantic at times, and you're like, that's cool looking. Yeah. I I still don't quite understand why he looks like Spider-Man, even though he was never on Spider-Man. It will never make sense. Don't worry about it. And why he looks like Venom when he's on Eddie Brock, but then when he jumps to other people, most of the time he looks just the same, except for when he's... Okay, anyway. It's only an hour and a half. They're not going to go into it. But I just... The, right near the beginning, like right at the beginning, they do this whole kind of backstory thing that I was like, I'm not really buying this. There's some terrible dubbing right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not really buying into this uh, kind of relationship, their backstory they're trying to create here. And then they kept building on it and they kept trying to be so cool. This movie sacrifices substance for style. It is all about the look. It is all about the quick one-liners. It is all about the explosions. It's all about that. They don't really care about story. I feel like almost the screenwriters that there were two screenwriters, much like Eddie Brock and Venom, mm-hmm. who would not look at each other's notes and kind of jump in and write their part of the script and then jump back because they're just making up powers as they go along. Yeah. 
And I was like, that, that, that doesn't work. Like, how, how does that work? And they just go, ah, he's Venom. Or, oh, he's Carnage. Of the two major action scenes, though, did you like either one? Like, they were, were you okay with them? pretty sloppy. Okay. I, I think they were, for the most part, there was, there was cool shots. Like, comic book-wise, there's cool, like, okay, that could be a frame in a comic yeah. book. Like, that looks cool. But in regards to just the way it was, I wasn't, like, fully engaged. And I feel bad because when you said an hour and a half, I, I was surprised because I was like, that felt long. Oh, no. I, this was no, one if, those, if like a pilot of a TV show for me. This is one of those movies where I felt like, like, you know, when you're, you're not fully engaged in the movie, you start noticing, oh, I'm uncomfortable. I have to shift or, mm-hmm. oh, I'm hot. Or this is one where I started kind of feeling that of like, I've been sitting down too long. I need to, I need to move around. Like I just, I wasn't into the movie and I felt bad the whole time. Cause I was just like, I'm not, I'm not liking this. So I don't want to give it a 1.5 because that seems really low. Cause I don't think it's actually worse than the first one. It's about equal to me I because this one gets right to the point. It doesn't waste time and say, here's symbiotes and here are the experiments. Like there isn't, there's a character. Yeah, you're right. They, subplot. they don't explain anything. They don't explain happens. anything. <laughs> there, there's a subplot there where they add this character. I'm not going to get it until spoilers where I'm like, okay, that's comic oriented, but like no one really cares. Like we just want to see this main character. We just want to see carnage. Yeah. I and feel there's like, a loss of focus. I, okay. I'll, I'll, this is the, some of the positives. I feel like Woody Harrelson as a serial killer, very menacing. Choose like, it well. Most of the parts when he's I mean, he, doing his he, thing. He probably is. He probably right? is, yes. <laughs> uh, but when he's doing Allegedly. his thing as, as himself, I'm like, okay, yeah, he's pretty mm-hmm. creepy. Uh, but then when he turned into Carnage, eh, kind of just becomes a CJ. It, it becomes exactly like the first movie. Yeah. Almost exactly. And I was kind of like, annoyed by that. So, did you were you also surprised to see Michelle Williams come back to this movie? I was. Yeah. Yes. She's so above this franchise. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. So, so you're going to give it two? Yeah, I'll probably land on two because I, di- I didn't hate it. I just didn't like it. I laughed once. I was actually taking note mm-hmm. of laughter in the audience. Can, people were bored. Yeah. And like... And usually at screenings, they're um, excessive. There was one this person... This was mostly critics, though. They, yeah, there, there was one we're person... We're a hard uh, group to please. But there was one person who laughed at all the jokes. Yeah. Almost everyone else... I, did you catch me laughing, though? We were wearing masks, so you may not have caught me. I don't me, know if I saw it. But there was one point where he said... We don't like you, Dan. <laughs> and I was like, that was the dumbest line, but I think that's so funny. <laughs> and there was a couple of those lines. And uh, yeah, because it's just said with so much force and you're like, what am I watching? Well, the, the writers really, I don't know. They know the character of Venom that much because at some points he's a complete idiot. At other points, well, he's like, I know all the cosmos ever. Master detective. I'm, I'm a yes. master detective and I'm, I'm full of wisdom. Oh, by the way, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what this is. I need to eat brains. Maybe that's why he eats brains. I started counting the number of I want to eat them jokes at the beginning, Kent, like literally counting on my fingers. Uh-huh. I, ran, I ran out of fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think this movie would have been, you said it was about the same as the last one? You feel about the same? I do, yes. Would it have been better? So this was directed by Andy Serkis, who also directed Mowgli, uh, the Netflix Jungle Which Book I movie. I never saw. No, yeah, many people didn't. Uh, would it have been better if uh, Ruben Fleischer had directed it, who he has done such hits as uh, both the Zombieland movies, uh, Gangster Squad, and seven episodes of Superstore? <laughs> did he do the first Venom or no? He did the first Venom. Uh, about the same. Yeah. I think this was... The a, direction wasn't the This issue. was a studio project. I think yeah, it was you mandated. You think the director doesn't really matter? Honestly. 
in this one. Truthfully, I think if they went with the plot, if it was like a scary Venom story, and Eddie, as a journalist, which he is, had to track him down and find out how these kills were happening. journalist for what? Honestly. Like in the first one, he was, really he was a blogger, I think. He had like a TV show. Yeah, sort something of. like that. And in this one, they never really talk about where his He's publications are in the, the newspaper. Yeah. I'm just waiting for all of these superheroes to be like, I'm t- we're five years away from all of them being YouTubers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that's why we'll see in the positive. What's up, guys? Eating brains here. This doesn't feel like any other superhero movie franchise. For better or worse. Yes. Um, Same. So it's its own thing. It's its own thing. That's kind of nice, though. That is a positive bit. Like, you but know, there's, there's Deadpool where there's a lot of meta commentary. This one almost approaches that based on how much, like, dialogue there's happening. But it is its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I could, we could do this entire, we could have done this entire bacon bit like Eddie and Venom where Kent would say anything. Go ahead, Kent, say anything. You know, I didn't really like the cinematography. I liked it a lot. <laughs> yep. That's it. No, he didn't. Uh, that's. <laughs> kind of the foundation of this whole show <laughs> no it's not <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's jump right into spoilers so if you haven't seen the movie or if you just uh, i mean if you don't care continue listening. we're going to spoil it now or if yes, you're just on bacon sale you're gonna Eddie. deal with it anyway hey, i don't think we should spoil it venom Eddie. like Ven- venom Eddie. like let's just let's not do this Eddie, can we spoil it now let me uh, spoil it f- fine i want to spoil the movie Eddie. okay fine spoil it now all right so we're into spoilers zach do you care you haven't seen this movie do you care no I don't think we're going to get too spoilery, too, too spoilery, no. I guess, because there's not there much are, to spoil. There are oh, there's moments. one. There's one big spoiler. Yeah. Yes, there are. Our, our next bacon bit. I'll care. This one, I'm good. They, uh, there was a poster that came out and it just had Venom with like his shush face on and it said, no, 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 no. Yeah. behind him. And it was saying no spoilers because they were very concerned about a major spoiler in this movie. Are we jumping can, right to the end? That comes, might as well. I, comes, I am curious <laughs> of what that was. We're that comes right. Uh, it's the, the. No, it's not okay, post-credits. It's a mid-credit stinger. Yeah. And it's, once That's again... That's the, the no, 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 no spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that stuff. Yeah. Go on. And so, well, they do kind of... I hate they mid-credit tease, They tease another villain at the end of the actual picture, but it's weird because... Is they, that what that was? Yeah, it did was. Did you call it a picture? Uh, at the end of the picture? Yeah, I did. At the wow. end of the picture show when I watched it on the television. So before we get to the mid-credit stinger, there is a cop who was kind of just killed in this movie. And you're like, oh, do you think there would have been more of an arc there? Well, when you say Cobb that was killed, he's a detective. He's the main one. Mm-hmm. He has Working a history. Working alongside Eddie. He has a history with the, uh, Carnage's love interest. Or not Carnage's love interest. Uh, Cassius Clay's interest. No, what's his name? Cassius Clay. It's not Cassius Clay. Muhammad what is, what Ali. Is, yeah, what is this? What is the Carnage's... The guy, Woody Harrelson. Sh- Sh- Shriek. Oh, Ke- Cletus Cassidy. That's it. <laughs> no no don't make fun of me i'll eat your brain okay i'm sorry uh but he's he has his whole backstory with her love interest and then i mean they telegraph who this guy is for the great i know (laughs) you telegraph who this guy is way back when and then at the end he's kind of just killed unceremoniously and then at the end he gets he gets the blue eyes you, you see his you see his eyes open up, and you thought he was dead because he was hung with a chain. Mm-hmm. You don't know if he's dead. He kind of gets thrown, and you're like, is he dead? Is he not? We don't know. He didn't get any sort of finale because he was kind of a main character, and then he just kind of gets you know thrown off the side. Mm-hmm. But then he opens his eyes and just says, monsters, and there's his eyes are glowing It blue. was a very uh, Green Lantern 2011 sort of thing where they, they talk about Hector, um, big brain guy, yeah. whatever. Cassius it was Clay. Cassius Clay. Yeah. They have that kind of moment where they tease a villain that you'll never, ever see, most likely. Because no one really cares about this this villain. Sinestro. But who's that villain? Uh, it's um, Cassius Clay. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> he changed his name. Anyways, but oh, we also, before we get to the big mid-credit stinger. 
Okay. Yes, Zach, do you have a question? Yeah, was, we that, were almost there and you pulled it back. I know, yeah, I'm going to pull it back because you did reference there's a love interest for Cletus Cassidy mm. and her name is Shriek. And she was kind of mentioned like a lot of fans thought she would be in the first one, but now she is literally like Banshee from the X-Men. Yeah, where she like just screams really powers. loud and breaks glass. And so she's another psychopath similar to Cletus Cassidy. They're star-crossed lovers. I and, and did after, like how what? her power is Carnage's weakness. That was actually kind but of why cool. wasn't that used better? It wasn't used better, but that thing is, I was like, oh yeah, they, that basically because she screams and sound hurts these symbiotes. Yeah. Mm. So, so when, when she uses her power against Venom, it also affects Carnage. Carnage isn't super happy with that, but then there's the division. But I think the real mistake in that is focusing way too much on her because it's a Carnage story. They went way too heavy on. They her. literally have a red wedding in this movie. They mm. say they call it red wedding. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So now the big the big sti- uh, post no mid credit stinger yes is uh eddie and and comedic eddie and venom are out hanging out at a beach yeah they're and like, they're in mexico hanging out yeah watching cable tv yeah and then they're talking and he's like you don't know how much i know we know uh, the hive mind billions of years of information i'm a genius i'm a genius and i will give you a sliver of that information right now which did he he, he didn't because it just became all of a sudden the room kind of like it starts shaking like kind of vibrating weird they time and traveled all of a sudden the room changes completely in a parallel dimension and he's sitting there like the room is kind of cruddy before and now it's a nice room and instead of watching mexican soap operas it's j jonah jameson on the tv saying and spider-man is peter parker this is bald j jonah jameson this yes. is jk simmons this, j. Jonah is, jameson. this is the moment from the end of far from home and so venom goes we were like daily this, bugle. He goes, he goes, he goes yeah. this boy or something like that. Basically, he says this boy, then licks and licks the, the TV, licks which the TV. is a cool moment because Venom and Spider-Man have a history, but they haven't established not in this, that. Not in this. So thing. what they're trying to say is that Venom is a uh, dimension traveling, universe traveling, 5,000 year old symbiote who is now with this Eddie Brock, even though it could be. And he knows everything about the Wait, cosmos. Are you saying Venom caused the time shift? The no, dimension shift? my goodness, by licking the TV. No, no, no. Venom is just... Not a, before that, but... Venom is a traveler. Okay, so you're still saying it's still the... the yeah, I'm saying Dr. Venom, Strange Venom has been around the parallel dimensions based on what they're implying in his history with a Peter Parker or a Spider-Man. Okay. So, and that's... Peter B. Parker. Precisely what's going to happen in Far From Home. But the, he, I don't think he'll appear in Far... Or, sorry. Um, you sure, no way home. Are you sure he can't shift dimensions? Because uh, apparently these guys can do anything. These no, powers, it, no, they can it, do it anything. It seems like they did shift dimensions. Can, they can literally hack the internet. <laughs> they can stick... <laughs> Carnage sticks his fingers so into a laptop. Cletus, so Woody Harrelson says, says, internet, and Carnage sticks his fingers in a laptop. And he, he, he says, uh, does this have internets on the uh, laptop? And then he puts his fingers in. have internet? And as soon as he puts his finger, no browser opens up. It just suddenly goes to this page of like, here's your girlfriend in this place. I'm like, that's not even how computers work. We, <laughs> I, re- I mean, I forgive. When I stick goo into the uh, USBs, my computer doesn't work anymore. Yeah. What's that movie with Sandra Bullock from the 90s? The Net. The Net. Yeah. I forgive The Net for some for some bad computers. They also can apparently teleport because the, the girlfriend is in this underground bunker facility, like heavy, heavy security. And she they don't allow her to talk. They, she types because they, they don't want to hear her voice. So she's oh. in the soundproof cage. And she's typing to the, the doctor outside who's in this facility, my underground bunker facility, all locked up and all that. And all of a sudden, uh, she's talking to the girl and she's like, yeah, your, your boyfriend is never going to be here. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden types in the computer, I am here. And he's inside the room. Never explains how he got there. The files then, are in the computer. While, he, <laughs> while he's inside the room, 
part of him uh, carnages out the back, like little tentacles come out the back. Somehow oh, go up over the Joel, movie set and then down and we, get the doctor. We saw the widescreen version. There is oh. a full uh, IMAX format where you can see the ventilation above. Oh. That's the only explanation <laughs> I'm going to try to give the movie. It really was one of those moments where I went, movie, movie, you made a mistake here. This doesn't make any sense because you see him on the one side of the wall and then the tentacles go on the other side of the well, wall and hang the woman. It just doesn't stop to take a breath, this entire movie. And it wastes a lot of time with quirky dialogue and funny hijinks in the, in the apartment. Can... How is Carnage, how does Carnage come to be in the comic universe? In, uh, same in, way. It is, I mean, not quite, it's not a bite or anything like that, but part of the uh, symbiote falls off in the prison with yeah. Eddie Brock. Okay. And so Cletus Cassie, by the way, he's a different character in the movie than he is in the comics because in the movie he's like, I'm not crazy. I'm just vengeful. I'm just vengeful. And he's not. Uh, the way that Joker and Dark Knight was written chaos mm -hmm. that is carnage carnage only cares about killing he doesn't yeah. care about you misrepresented me i'm i'm angry at you journalist or my i was a, i was abused yeah. as a kid in the comics there's really no justification he's insane yeah it's like it's the symbiote gets on spider-man and you know spider-man's inherently like a, a good guy right so then he fights back well and I he goes to that's to, how spider how venom got his powers was yeah. from spider-man so venom venom gets you know or, or eddie brock gets it eddie brock's a whatever and so yeah. as when whatever guy gets evil symbiote, evil guy, right? But then Carnet or Cassius Clay uh, <laughs> is an evil, evil person. Evil. And so evil person gets evil uh, symbiote. Cassius Clay is not an evil person. We no, no, no. He's actually quite nice. Uh, rest in peace. Um, but yeah, Cletus Cassidy is an evil person. When he gets the stuff, it's it's supposed to be like multiplied. Yes. Pure. Like you're telling me there's supposed to be character justification. Uh, they for they try to give him that. Yes. So, I mean, in, <laughs> yeah. In this movie, though, uh, what happened, how how it happens is Eddie Brock is into interviewing uh, the psychopath in the cage mm -hmm. and then uh, he bites Eddie Brock and a bit of his blood gets in Eddie Brock's mouth or in. Uh, why can't Cletus? I remember his name? Cletus's yeah. mouth. And that's what turns him Cletus into a symbiote. Cletus the slack yokel. Hey, you got some blood in my so mouth. So it's a drop of blood you know, that has... The moment worked for me. But the, I, Honestly, there's no other way to really is, get away with it. Venom is so aware of where he is in Eddie's body at any given time, he would not allow a piece well, of himself to get out. He told him. He told uh, Eddie not to go. And there's no way he would have helped him approach him or attack Cletus yeah. in, that, in that moment. The, like I said, they don't have any security cameras or eyes in this movie because all the time Venom's thrown out tentacles or uh, like his head pops out. And there's even a part when he's having a full-on conversation in the bathroom next to this uh, stall where a woman's in there. Mm -hmm. And she's like paying attention and notices he's talking to himself. They don't go anywhere with it. Like everyone kind of forgets that it, that it happens. Like they don't like, see it. Like random Sam Raimi extra style or... Just no. like, it's a random person. Well, like, they're having this whole big fight in their apartment. Eddie and, and Venom are fighting each other. And, like, they're throwing stuff out the window. And, like, things are, tentacles are flying out. And no one really pays attention. But, Everyone keeps saying, there's some sort of monster. We don't have any, we don't have an but, idea but what Joel, it is. there's the moment where Venom goes to a rave and talks about being accepted. Oh, I forgot about that part. So he literally picks up a microphone. He's wearing glow sticks. He picks a microphone. And I said, if he's, I don't know if you saw, I put my finger on the button. And I said, if he starts singing or rapping... I'm pushing this button and I'm walking out of this theater. <laughs> it's secret of the ooze all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. It really was. He go, gets Venom, go Venom. He's go Venom. Go. Literally. Go. Go. Out of nowhere. Go. Out of nowhere. He's, he's in this rave and he's, he's taking over a couple different people. He's not an Eddie right now. And he kills him. Like he kills a bunch of people just by being in them. And everyone's okay with that and feels mm -hmm. bad for Venom. Yeah. He's killing random people in the street. I mean, don't get me wrong. Venom yeah. should be a villain. 
But in this movie, they don't make him out to be, but he still kills a bunch of people. There was a funny line, though, when he was giving this speech where he's like, someone's like, I love you. And he's like, I also love you, one person. Yeah. I kind of went, hmm. Yeah, but he gives this whole speech about, we should be kind to each other. And... We should respect aliens. And, and then he did a mic. that a joke from Megamind? Yeah, basically. He, he did a mic drop. Oh, yeah. there's also a random uh, uh, purge reference. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where a girl, really make sense. a girl with a purge mask is like, oh, hey. And he looks down and he looks at her mask and goes, you're not my type. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I asked Ken, I'm like, is there any connection between the purge and Venom? Probably a writer. Probably one of the screenwriters. Didn't make any sense. Says a lot. Zach, I, you want to see this movie? Not at all. Not even a little bit. I really was disappointed, to be honest. I really hoped that we could hit the ground now, running. And we're being a little condescending, right? Because there may be listener out there that really like the first one for its weird tone, for its unpredictable nature. And this one provides a lot more of the same. Like first half Literally is just same a lot ending. of the... Yeah. But the first Cooler half of the setting. movie is... Yeah, I, I would agree with that too. Yeah. Uh, it's just, would you compare this to Deadpool and Deadpool 2? No. I feel like that was kind of the same There's idea. a far drop off with number two. This one feels like the same kind of movie. Okay. So yeah. not not quite the uh, I'm sick of lack this. of quality or whatever. Yeah, 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 hmm. yeah. I mean, and these are so the, short. The I ending mean, takes place in this kind of church under construction, and there's like this whole wedding theme going on. When she's the girls like wearing this cool dress and mm-hmm. and with like a veil and everything, and he's up there in his suit and like the music and everything. And I kind of went, this looks cool. Like I did like that kind of setting for the finale. Yeah, but then it just turned like once again into random CGI battle fights. A lot of dust. So then just to clarify, this movie happens, this movie ends, and then we're, are we seeing Venom's perspective of being brought into the Marvel Cinematic World from Doctor Strange's spell? That's what it seems like to me. They're really going to try to somehow bring in Spider-Man elements, I think, into Venom 3. Do you know why they probably put this in the, in the end credits? Hmm. So that they can remove it as soon as the rights go away. Probably. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I'm just I'm wondering what, what the point is of, of doing that, because I feel like it's always been like, yeah, we're going to try and get Venom into the MCU. And Kevin Feige's like, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want that. Uh, and now it may be part of the deal. No post credit sequence, by the way. Yeah. Oh, and one. Oh, I should have said this in the spoiler free ver- or spoiler free version. One uh, F word. Oh, well, well, now we can say it is the last. No, line. Can't no we say can't that. say the F word. No. Oh, I'm saying it right now. No, no, <laughs> no. It was said when the uh, when he kills Carnage. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Sorry, uh, yeah. Spoilers. Right. And it's kind of like, is this like an Arnold Schwarzenegger late 80s movie? Like, it what's felt going like that kind of climactic. Like, here we go. Big build up punchline. Woo. Yeah, we're cool. And yeah. I'm like, no, don't no. F with the babysitter. That, that kind <laughs> yeah. of moment. That totally. kind of moment. But that was a good moment. Yeah. But if you like this movie or are looking forward to this movie, <laughs> please let us know. Because I, I mean, yeah, we didn't love it. But, yeah. But maybe we could see why people would because it's zany. It feels different. Yeah. I, I respect that. Mm-hmm. I do. But I don't think I need to see this. No, you don't. If you, uh, well, I'll give the Jake version. Okay. If you like the first <laughs> one, you'll probably like this one. Actually, that's not the Jake one. Jake's maybe more like, if you like this kind of thing, yeah, you'll probably like it. Yeah, maybe you like theater. I, I, I will say that as me. If you liked the first movie, this is more of yeah, the same. Yeah, I feel you'll it's on the level. Like it. Yep. Because they, there was not a lot of a big drop in quality. I was just annoyed they didn't do more with it. But I'm starting, to, for me, I, I get a little bit frustrated. Like now that I know this spoiler, I go, oh no, is this now homework? Is this now something I need to see? No. I think if to, you know the concept of Venom, that's okay. all you need to yeah. know. 
is is Eddie is although is Eddie going to fight against Spider Man? Yeah, I'm t- is is Tom See, Hardy? Make sense. Is Tom Hardy going to be done? right next to DH Alfred Molina and Willem Dafoe Probably. and Jamie Fox? Well, and, but why would Eddie fight against Spider Man? Well, why would Doc Ock fight against Spider Man? Let's be honest. Because he went mad no, when the ship broke. Nope. He what? saved the day in the end. You know that. It's he, got, oh, yeah. he, got, he got his sanity back. Yeah. K- character He redemption. is not a villain anymore. Perfect dark, perfect movie. But, but he looks that's younger. for another time. <laughs> so it's maybe it's, oh, he looks a little they, they more. Got him, they got him when he was peak. He looks a little more Spider-Man. filtered, not younger. Mm. Anyways, another review for another time. Venom, I don't really want to end this review. Yes. We, we shouldn't fine. end the review. Eddie, end this review now. in a suitcase.